0: Hi, and welcome back once again. I am your host, Ran Keys, and you are listening to the show in Deep Shift, a show about real talk on topics exploring new possibilities, tools for total transformation, basically a it common sense approach to creating love, excitement, and clarity during your conscious awakening. AS, yes, a whole new reality right now, right under your feet. Are you ready? Subscribe down below and comment, please. We'll incorporate those into future shows. You can find me on social media at Ryan Keys to Life on Instagram, Ryan Keys on YouTube. Also, you can find me at ryankees.com, and you can find my book in the Amazon Marketplace under Putting the Soul Back in Soulmates Love, Sex, and Dating. Remember, just because you're married and you said I do, does not mean you stop dating. Otherwise, you might figure out what divorce is all about. So, dive into that book today what are we going to do? We're going to continue the conversation about mindfulness. Some of the benefits that we had found in the previous show were about improving our well-being, your capacity to be healthy, to know who you are, to engage in activities, to have a greater focus, to increase your work productivity, your mental health beginning to dial in. And how do you do that? Basically, you sit quietly, you focus on natural breathing, you pick a word, maybe one word, a mantra like happiness, happiness, happiness. I like to go with gratitude first and thank you. You repeat it silently to yourself without judgment, and you return to that focus, that breath. You notice the subtle sensations in your body. Is it an itch? Is it an ache? Is it a tingle? You let the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, touches come in without judgment, and then you let them flow through you. The emotions, same thing. You will practice this steady, relaxed, Naming of the emotions that are coming up, whether it's joy or anger or sadness, happiness, whatever it might be. And you don't entertain them as a judgmental space. You recognize them, you feel what they are, and you let them go. And then you do your urge surfing. You cope with cravings, whether it is, I'm wanting a taco right now, or it is, I need a piece of cheesecake. You learn to cope with craving and replace that craving with knowledge and with a command you're commanding your body to stay in the flow paying attention staying with it and practicing redirection neurolinguistic programming even talks about redirection the 180 of what you wanted or where you were going flip that and just do something else and then you keep trying and if you don't believe that you're mindful remember how many netflix episodes you watched last week <laughs> back to back that is mindful my friends so sit up in a straight back chair, legs on the floor, and focus, and once you've narrowed your conversation and your concentration, embrace the breath. But today we're not doing a quick teaching session on that. We're wanting to figure out how mindfulness can help us heal sexually, and what does it have to do with sexuality? Hmm? Michelle Clarkson. She is a diplomatic sex therapist. I like the terms of that. 38 years clinical experience. Lives in Seattle, Washington, and Sedona. She is dialing in the Zen into the types of intimacy issues that are affecting couples long-term, committed, and how mindfulness can centralize those different aspects of a couple and help their communication and how they can start to come in. She started. This new conversation, which is kind of cutting edge on how mindfulness can help your sex life. Thich Nhat Hanh also talked about it as well, about how mindfulness helps romantic relationships and that living together is an art. He said that even with a lot of goodwill, you can still make the other person feel very unhappy. The substance of the art of making others happy is mindfulness. When you're mindful, you're more artful. And at the heart of this is exchanging yourself, exchanging who you are, Becoming who you are, exchanging the illusions, the masks that you've been kind of moving with every day and bringing you back to center, discovering yourself. That's going to empower you as well. Dan McAdams said, the desire for intimacy is the desire to share one's innermost self with another. Powerful thoughts, powerful places to begin to explore this. A relationship will show you exactly how well you are doing with mindfulness, for sure. Any kind of conversation that goes into a a conflict, you can immediately guarantee that for the most part, you are pulling from the past and you're not in the present moment. You're exerting an aspect of yourself that you really have been suppressing probably, kind of that time bomb kind of stuff. You've been compacting it, compressing it, and then all of a sudden, capsize, catapult, Conversation goes into chaos and there you are. So moving into this idea that meditation or mindfulness is going to help your sex life. First, what it's going to do, it's going to help you be more empathic, right? Mindfulness is going to change the insula part of your the brain that is based with empathy and compassion. So remember that especially intuitively, intimacy is a huge aspect of quality Interaction with the person that you love, your passionate partner. Passion is going to be very muted, very dull if you are not being intimate. If you can't understand the moves in the bedroom because you're not mindful in that moment. For instance, the average man may be distracting himself with uh, a porn that he had watched previously or some type of, uh, maybe he saw Sally at the office or maybe John at the office, who knows? and then suddenly he's bringing this imagery into the bedroom. Now your mind is clouded, and then you're going to be in this subconscious battle of guilt and shame, trying to have sex, trying to Come to your climax, and that's going to be scary because the compassion goes out the window. The connection is definitely done, and then that's why you're not fostering the feelings. It's not flowing the way it should. So when you involve this empathic part of you through mindfulness, it creates a, an approach of coming together, of an creating a symphony. A sexual experience becomes this intimate exchange, and then you don't go into sex with this avoidant behavior. Basically, many people go into sex as this way of detachment from current issues or problems. So mindfulness will also give you the ability to regulate your emotions, right? It helps the prefrontal cortex, as scientists call it, the executive center, send the proper messages to the amygdala telling it that things are okay. It's time to chill. It's time to stop the fight and flight and freeze. That it's time that we want to become one with someone. And you're altering that and you're able to bring an emotional basis This only interacting in the present moment. It's not bringing all the past weight, right? Very hard to perform under pressure. It helps to relieve that pressure. Also lowers the negative emotional reactivity that you might have. A lot of men, like imagine that you had a bad time in the bedroom or you had a bad relationship where they made you feel demasculated. Mindfulness for about eight or 10 weeks will change the brain's emotion regulation area. And the amygdala even as small as it is, will help you to go back into this naturally balanced state. So when you're in the course of intercourse, you are not cutting yourself down. You're not trying to, is that good? Do you feel that? Is that, how do you like that? Those conversations will leave because you're able to instruct the emotion to merge with the body and you'll be very connected. Ooh, I like the name of that connection. It also helps you to be more present and attentive. For instance, You know, you're not just mindfully slamming the bed against the wall, you're actually making some, some beautiful conversation and eye connection and you're making this connection with your body and the partner that you have will appreciate this when you're able to speak without saying anything because you're present and you're attentive to their needs. You're basically building intimacy even before you get into the bed. And it makes that relationship happier and more connected. And it will do a lot more to keep you from divorce than dialing and ordering pizza and sitting down for Netflix and chill for sure. And then even think of this, right? So you're single, you haven't had sex in a while you can use mindfulness in your own process to figure out rather than watching porn sit with yourself intimately with your emotions how does it feel to touch yourself i know this is a taboo topic and we're kind of like going off (laughs) off grid when it comes to going into deeper levels of awareness and consciousness but are we actually we're not imagine for a minute that you're single you're sitting there you're like i don't know what to do this sex talk is making me frustrated well You're not frustrated because of the talk. You're frustrated because of the feelings that have accumulated up to the point of this conversation. That is an example of immediate mindfulness. So don't punish yourself, right? Be present. Dating is connecting, right? If you aren't connected to yourself and what's going on with you, it's going to be an uphill battle to connect with another person for sure. So if you're able to incorporate the mindfulness techniques, especially in your single sector of life. Then incorporate some of these kinds of tips into creating a mindful dating conversation. Being mindful, understanding body language, taking moments, wherever you go and whatever you do, you're going to be able to be present and you'll be able to sit down at that coffee shop. Hopefully when things come back, you'll be able to sit there. And you'll be able to create a healthy foundation. You'll be able to not share too much information as most people do on a date. Why are you diarrheaing of the mouth? Why are you giving so many details? Because you're scared, because you feel vulnerable, because you want it to really work, because you want them to like you and you know that you're bringing a lot of luggage. And you dump it out there subconsciously, like diarrhea on the table, like, bah, vomit. And what happens is, is you look like a victim. You talk about your ex. You talk about things. And then it totally turns a corner. And then that no longer goes into a date about today. They're basically seeing every date that you did prior to that moment. So this is where mindfulness will help you even in the dating life, not just in the bedroom. I mean, do you really want to, if you're having erectile dysfunction, ED, if you're having this kind of a problem do you really want to bring all the days before that you didn't do it you didn't get it up i mean really and then also if you're trying to get pregnant i understand that but that's a lot of pressure what about just trying to have a passionate life people are trying to force so many things that is creating external pressures it's creating different levels of regret different levels of interaction and it's going to create failure in relationships so the idea is let's create functionality, not failure. And let's be clear that mindfulness, as we understand it in the Western world, is not the same thing as meditation. Mindfulness as a technique is used to enhance your rational decision-making part of that the frontal cortex, whereas meditation is giving you deep rest of the entire brain. It's increasing coherence. It's allowing the left and the right brain to balance with peace and energy and results that will give you a much more inclusive experience. You will feel dialed in and dedicated you will feel glorious right and then this is also going to bring you into this place where you'll be able to recognize the difference between these techniques so you can see even through the course of my journey coaching thousands of people bringing that level of mindfulness prior to working on meditation actually makes meditation that much easier Um, it is a heightened state of awareness and then if you are able to be present when you're creating a profile for your online dating if you're able to be present in a conversation think about this for a second. How many people could you encounter throughout the day that you're you're farming opportunities, right? You're, you're literally listening subconsciously and consciously. And this is what a dream board does. So you're doing this with your, with your part of yourself that is very detail oriented, your mental state. So you are always ready. Like a friend could say in passing, oh yeah, I have this great friend that uh, would love you. They're single. But if you're sabotaging yourself with previous things like regret and all these other ideas and you're not being mindful regularly and knowing about being in the moment, you may not even hear that. You may not even understand what it means. So you're going to catch more opportunities just because you're more aware. Now, back to mindfulness in the bedroom and exactly how this will help you. Number one, one of the biggest killers in any kind of culmination in the bedroom, especially for your parents, is when you're distracted, when the door slams, when the car backfires, when the TV goes off, when you fall off the bed, when you break the bed, when you are distracted. So there's nothing worse than being distracted and it's like you get a text message or you get your phone lights up and you're trying to get all in the mood and then suddenly it's like a big huge fail. So think about this. Eliminate the distractions to set the mood. Set and setting for ayahuasca. You're not gonna sit in ayahuasca and bring a disco ball. So you're not gonna do the same thing. Well, maybe you would in the bedroom. I don't know, that's your choice. But technically, let's eliminate distractions to make the sexual encounter, the the coming together, the making love, to make it more dialed in. So your brain is already running miles an hour and it's miles from the moment that you're here. So we need to bring it back in. Think about this on a physiological uh, level. All the the magnetics that are going on with the the computers, the the TVs, and all these other distractions, right? Move the energy away so that you can focus on the energy at hand. So create separate space to apply yourself. You go, you do a better job going to the gym to work out than you would going to the restaurant. Let me just say that. So, you know, let's let's pick and pull. And let's do the proper way. Let's eliminate distractions. You don't want your phone beside the bed if you're trying to really be present with your lover. And then set an intention. Suggest that, hey, this is what I hope to achieve. Maybe it's because I'm going to become more connected to your body or with your partner, or maybe it's going, to, I'm going to view it in a little bit of a different way. We're not going to go in this about, yeah, we all have to climax. We're going to go in it, that we're going to come together. Even if it ends up that, you know, you don't perform and you're just holding each other and it's a lot of foreplay, that's fine. I'm sure that the other person will not complain and it will help you to get back in your in your mood. Also breathing, right? With proper breathing, you can climax a lot quicker than you expect. Why is that? Well, it's because the actual art of breathing is powerful. So you can even start this by laying down or being seated in bed, placing one hand on your abdomen, the other on your chest, inhaling deeply, feeling your body expand with your breath as you exhale, guide the energy in your pelvis area while visually visualizing the love and energy and hands and holding bring it all the way up bring it to your breath and bring it into this great space then allow it to flow up and this is where you can men can begin to feel their body right and feel that experience and then think about even when you're breathing heavy you can you bring yourself back to that slowing movement deeper breaths because you're breathing shallow you don't want fight or flight while you're figuring out what to do in the bedroom so This is also going to help you become in contact with the different muscles that you need to establish more blood flow, right? You've got muscles down there. Use them. Don't just, it's not just like pin the tail on the donkey. There's a lot of steps. There's a lot of things to go on. Also do a body scan, practice full immersion, right? You might feel tingling, light, tense, endorphins, practice the full body scan. This is going to help you as well and then don't be afraid right and this is where mindfulness will help even before you get to the 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 start right it'll help you to cross the finish with fullness a great way to learn about yourself practice on your own practice these mindful techniques of touching and breathing and, and muscles and sensations solo in the shower by yourself Maybe you haven't met Mr. or Mrs. Wright yet. That's okay. Become Mr. or Mrs. Wright, even where you are. And turn off the porn, all these other um, additional additives. They're not doing anything for you in the bedroom to dial in, to be deeper, to have a better experience. They're actually removing the depth. They are derailing everything that would create love in the lasting conversation that you're looking for because they are immediate stimuli that distract you. And then for you to be away from this moment and have to dial into an imaginary thought or video or moment in the past, what's happening is is you are losing who you are. You are not connecting with the person. They're going to feel that. Your body's going to know that. There's no way that you can Im- embed a memory over this moment because it's such a, a inclusive, exclusive experience of energy exchange. Don't fool yourself by trying to focus outside of that moment. This is where mindfulness will give you the, the mastery of being a tantra master. So... And again, this will take you into meditation. We'll talk about meditation and how that will also enhance your masculinity and your your love and all the other areas that you're going forward. Today's going to be a little bit of a shorter show because it's intense. It's hot. I don't want you to, you know, there's a lot of tips here to think about. And this is an intense topic. So we're tying this up right now. We're going to come back. And we will get back to the normally uh, scheduled broadcast length in due time, but again, like I said, this show is about liberating yourself sexually. I know it's going to be... Sexuality and spirituality are the same thing. If you don't understand that and you've been having illicit sex like I did in my 20s, you really understand how detrimental that was to undoing the beauty of what you can become in your five-dimensional self with the 3D experience. So... This episode is over, the episode of A Deep Shift. Be sure to subscribe for future conversations on topics that will tie spirituality and practicality and occasionally sexuality and common sense approaches to creating love, lasting love, excitement, and clarity on your conscious path. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment. You can leave an audio comment down below at anchor.fm slash in deep shift. Also follow me on Instagram at Ryan Keats life for insight and information and follow me on YouTube and then pick up my book. Love sex and dating is the directive putting the soul back in soulmates on amazon.com. Peace, light and love. And as always, namaste your own damn way.